Hey, Ty Brady here with Brady Insurance Marketing in the Ty Brady way. One of the nation's largest field marketing organizations that helps independent agents achieve a six and seven figure income with the systems and strategies that I'm going to talk about with you today. I wanted to talk for a few minutes about objections. I brought on quite a few new agents this year, and a lot of them may have a sales background or may have a, a very small, limited amount of sales background. The first point I want to make is you're going to get an objection, and we have to be ready for it as sales professionals or in any capacity when you're selling a service. And most objections are all the same. So I know I've done previous podcasts about an acronym that I use that an objection I like to resolve in a few different ways. I either agree, I agree with what the objection is, I ignore, which I mean ask another question, and the last one is resolve, meaning I have to resolve whatever heartburn I'm getting. This could be an, an it, at an initial approach. This could be just getting an appointment on the phone. This An objection could come up during the sales process when you go to close. Here's some things that I do to, first of all, knowing that I'm going to get an objection, I just have to be really good at overcoming them. So let me give you a few examples of each of these scenarios on how I'm able to get an appointment and then also some objections I may get on a close that may help you in the future when you're talking with a consumer. The point I want to make is these people that we talk to, not these people, anybody we talk to, they did not go to an objection school. We know objections or some people refer to them as a rebuttal. So the first one is, is I do a lot of direct mail campaigns. I do a lot of social media. I do a lot of uh, kiosks. Um, I do a lot of different outreach programs in trying to generate leads. Now, the first one is, is agree. So let's say I did a direct mail piece and somebody says, I don't remember sending it in the mail. That's an easy one to overcome. I can agree with them and say, yeah, it's been a little while, but the lead said this, this, and this, meaning I agreed with what they said, and then I continued to repeat what the lead was if I have it in front of me. Or if I'm in a retail kiosk and I say to somebody, have you reviewed your benefits for 2022? And they say, yes, I have. I said, that's great. Did you happen to get the dental benefits included in your plan? And you know what? Oftentimes they, they kind of look at you puzzled, like, what is he talking about? Because a lot of people may have looked at their plan, but not looked at it in depth and realized that there's a dental benefit in their plan. The whole idea is that I want to engage them and take the conversation further to determine whether I have a prospect or not. So the first one is, is to agree with what they're saying. Am I able to do that all the time? Not really. Sometimes they may say within the first 10 or 15 seconds, I'm not interested, and that's when I use the objection and, and I just ignore. So if they say I'm not interested, I just say, oh, you said this card in. It was asking about Medicare benefits or dental vision and hearing and get the memory jogged. And as soon as I say that, oh, yeah, I did send that in. Or did somebody send it in in your behalf? That happens a lot where a spouse does it because 90% of women open the mail, right? So I ignore it. I ask an additional question. And now the last one in a direct mail piece would be resolve. Let's say they say that I don't have time right now. I said, I understand you don't have time right now, but I don't even know if I can help you. 
I need 10 or 15 minutes to determine whether I can be any, of any service or help to you. And that takes a lot of pressure off of them. Another one you may get is um, I would just wanted to see if there was any additional benefits. Could you go over with me over the phone? Or I thought you'd send it to me in the mail. And I said, listen, that is possible, but I don't even know where to begin. There is so much information. I have a library of information out there. I really need, to te- I really need 10 or 15 minutes to determine, again, whether I can be any, any help or service to them. Again, going back to the initial thing. I'm wanting to get an appointment. I'm wanting to see if I can help them. I'm wanting to see if they're even a prospect. I don't have time this week. I understand that's great. You know, my schedule's getting really booked. Are Mondays or Tuesdays better for you, morning or afternoon? See, I'm, I'm closing every objection, getting closer and closer and closer to my objective and getting an appointment. So you agree, you ignore, or you resolve when it comes to objections. Let me throw a few more at you. Somebody says, I've already taken care of it. I said, that's great. What did you already take care of? What plan did you go on? Oh, I went on da-da-da-da-da. You know, sometimes I ask that question. They say, well, I was going to take care of it. I was going to go online. Or I was going to take care of it, and I was going to enroll with XYZ Carrier. Or I took care of it. I'm going to stay on my group plan. So when I ask an additional question, it gives me more information to go down the road. So I get the objection. Oh, I've already taken care of it. I'm going to stay on my group Oh, were you aware that there's plans out there that don't have deductibles and maybe a zero premium plan that won't cost you any more than above your Part B premium? Well, I didn't know that. Well, is your group plan, does it cost you five dollars or $6,000 a year and you have a four dollars or $5,000 deductible? Well, yeah. Well, isn't it worth taking the time and sitting down and analyzing what works best for you since you have the opportunity to do that today and you can still work if that's the objection I get? Or I've already taken care of it, and they say I was going to go online. Well, did you know that working with a local agent who is licensed and appointed in your area, um, it doesn't cost you any money to use an agent? Oh, really? See, I think people are in tuned and believe if they go online, over the phone or through the mail is less expensive. And I remind clients all the time that it doesn't cost money to use agents. Now, we do get compensated, obviously, when the consumer enrolls. So um, that would be if I'm trying to get an appointment, I'm wanting to get in the door, I'm trying to you know, make it happen, right? Now, when it comes to a close, I know that if I go to close, there are three reasons, primary reasons why people don't buy. They don't know you and trust you, right? It doesn't make sense. And or they don't have the ability to pay. So to know me and trust me, that's on me. That's a, I need to do a better job and overcome that objection in the beginning during my presentation and do a longer warm up and be genuine, meaning I need to warm the people up, make sure they know me. They know who I am, my family, how long I've been in the business, you know, that I certify and I license and appoint every year to, to sell these products that I'm going to show them. The other one is, is, is if they're not interested, that's on me again, because if they're not interested, there's something I did not explain that I should have explained that they're not getting. So the question would be, is that they say, you know what, I'm going to think about it. Well, what is there to think about? You know, can you, can you explain it to me? Or what is your concern? What doesn't make sense? Well, my, I got to make sure my doctor's in network. Remember, we might when we went over that your doctor's in network or that the drug we just discussed is, is covered. Or, you know, maybe they want to run it by their spouse. Well, is your spouse here? 
Well, let's have a chat with her. Again, I want to get to the root of the problem so I can close as many appointments as I can. And the more appointments that I run, the better I become. Now, another one that comes to mind when it comes to a close is they don't have the ability to pay. And that's a rough one to get over. And But my point is, if you can create enough value in the product that you're selling, they will find the money. They can find the money to buy a Coke every day. They can find the money to buy Starbucks every day, but they can't spare 30 to $50 to buy an ancillary product like dental vision hearing so they can get their teeth fixed. No, I, I believe they can. But you as the agent have to believe that you bring value and that you can find the money to help them. People live happier, healthier lives when they can get their teeth fixed. You know, explain that to them, right? If that's what it, it needs to be done. You're gonna get objections. You're gonna have to be ready. You're gonna want to think, how many objections do I get? I can think right now, I'm not interested. Now's not a good time. I didn't request the information. Um, can you call me back in two weeks? You know, I had a death in the family. I'm not gonna be around, I'm moving. All of those are objections. I understand that everybody's busy. I understand that everybody would wants to put it off, right? But I know that they solicited me. They solicited me by direct mail. They went to my website. They went through social media. They, they called me directly. I just took a call from a lady that says, hey, Linda Johnson told me to call you and that you can help me figure out how to navigate Medicare. Be the trusted source. Be the one that they rely on. Answer your phone. This industry that we're in is so nice. It's, it's answer your phone. People just want to know sometimes, hey, do I need to pay this doctor copay? Yeah, you do. That's what we discussed. Or, hey, um, the ambulance is charging me four or $5,000. And I can honestly say something's wrong because under your insurance, it could, shouldn't cost you more than $300. Did they bill your insurance? Well, no, nobody ever picks, picks you up for an ambulance, asks for your insurance cards, and then rush you off to the hospital. So let's make people do their jobs and build the insurance. You know, insurance companies are bound when the processes are followed correctly. The insurance company doesn't want to complain. The insurance company wants to have good ratings. So they want to take care of the member. But what they cannot control is the doctor's billing. What they cannot control is how it's billed. Because if it is medically necessary and billed correctly, the insurance company is bound to pay. It's a beautiful thing. So anytime I get a call from a consumer and they're upset, I can easily resolve and diffuse the situation because I can immediately say something doesn't make sense. Let's dig into it. You're going to get objections. The hardest part about what we do is getting in front of people. I've got to be really, really good and sharp at overcoming objections. And the more I practice, the more calls that I make, the more people I talk to, the better I will become. An objection is just a smoke, a smoke screen. You know, we do the same thing. Ask yourself the last time that someone tried to pitch you when you're walking by in a grocery store or the last time somebody came out to your house to sell you windows or the last time somebody tried to sell you a car. You know, the objection is to get you down that sales funnel process to close that door for you to say yes. It's all the same in whatever industry we're in if you're a sales professional. You are either the one doing the selling or you are the one being sold to. And which one are you? If you're a sales professional, you're the one that is doing the selling. 
Be good at what you do. I love sales. I love the industry that I'm in. And I know and hope that by knowing that an objection is just air, you agree, you ignore, or you resolve that you will be better for it. And the people you interact with, you'll be able to help. As always, share, like, and subscribe. And if you're interested in being on my show and telling your story about many other successful entrepreneurs, send me a direct message and we'll have a chat. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. As always, share, like, and subscribe. Um, go to Instagram at ty.r.brady. And as always, love hearing from you. And let me know what you want to learn on the show or what you'd like me to bring up on the show. Thanks. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Instagram as well as Facebook. To stay connected with giveaways and Ty himself, go ahead and follow at ty.r.brady on Instagram as well as Facebook. This podcast was recorded, edited, and produced by Whitney Face Media Marketing. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.